Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a little number I tossed off recently in the Caribbean. Isn't it awfully nice to have a penis? Isn't it frightfully good to have a dong? Paul, oh, I was going to bring you a salad because I heard you getting bitched out about getting caught with a candy bar on the other show. Uh-oh. Uh, but I, I didn't have time. <laughs> you got bitched out? I just caught a little flack, but I don't care. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you live your, live your life, love your life, critics exactly be damned. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm off and on with the diet stuff is how it is. I got a plan to try and really get back on it hardcore and do the 90 days again after I get back from the cruise. Does it involve eating a lot of potatoes? Uh, well, I mean, that'll start. Yeah, okay. Uh, and then just getting on the diet. I did it for 40 something days oh, you said that's impressive dropped <laughs> but I, at I the am, same time uh-huh. i've known paul for 14 years here right and this is kind of his pattern sticks okay. with it for a while abandons it gets back on it that's most people's pattern well, sure it is true right. but you know he, he tends to run about a three-month cycle yeah i'm on stay the- with it for about three months right Ah, I, re- I just whatever. I, I remember just, Skills used to say, every time it's single time you go on the diet, it's like you do this for like three months and then you stop. That's about how long it lasts. Is it? Yeah, but if take. you do this one right, three months is all it's supposed to take to fix you for good. No, you, you're you on the diet forever. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, yeah, that's not that's, a diet. It's a yeah. change of right. yeah, it's lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's fine. I'm, I'm on the anti-diet. I'm just not oh, there yeah. yet. Yeah. Very much so. Yes. You and me both. Well, well, I mean, I'm getting into shape, and the shape I've chosen is a pair. There you oh, go. Okay. I just, it, you know, everything in moderation, really. You know, five days out of the week, you know, at work, I eat healthy I eat, you know, I don't drink the soda, you know, I have my mm-hmm. cup of coffee, you know, I try to cut out, you know, excess sugar during those days, but on my days off, I go crazy. crazy. I, 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 get, I go eat what I want to eat. You know what that's called? Enjoying life. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy, well, exactly. race life. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock, number 297. I'm Master Torgo. D's nuts. 80s Jeff. Criminal Andy. Criminal, Criminal Andy. We're to talk yeah. weekend gig. Oh, go please expand upon that if you'd like. Oh no, I just I just uh, got pulled over on the way here because the uh, cop ran my plates and apparently there's a warrant for my arrest. You, but you, I'm a honky, so he let me go. <laughs> Good you're, gravy. You're a deviant son of a bitch, is what you are. It also speaks crazy cracker to your driving. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I wasn't doing anything unusual. He just, he just, they uh, will just they will they, they will just, run just random plates. Plate. Oh, oh yeah. They'll yeah. just like, you know, especially well, if, you're if I ever get site. if I ever get wrapped up on something, my plates will be there forever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, we got some news as usual to get to, but you know, we we threw it out there for Marvel meals. Yes. We got oh, a, we got yeah. a nice response. And last week, Andy throws out for DC meals. I did. And we got even a bigger response. Excellent. Absolutely. We got to keep it up. I knew there was gold in there, but we weren't finding it. <laughs> There's gold in them there, hills. Next week, next week is flaming carrot meals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all carrot based. And after that, IDW meals. <laughs> IDW, IDW meals. <laughs> and the spleen. Uh, but first, of course, we got some emails. But first. Wait, but first. <laughs> this but first is right for some of these emails. No, here we go. Uh, this is uh, Hello Geek Shock. I was just cruising through some of the back catalog when I landed on episode 217 where Paul rather adamantly felt that the upcoming movie Suicide Squad would never keep that name. And if it did, quote, I will eat a literal hat was proclaimed. Excellent. Just a friendly reminder. Normally, I've got Paul's back, but sometimes 
the pull of the weasel is stronger. Well, ah, the pull of the weasel. I'm off the diet, so uh, that is a third step. All right, Gee. Well, he's, I guess I just have to find a he's candy got a, hat. No, well, <laughs> he's got a hat on. <laughs> I'm not eating my own hat. I said no. a literal hat, so it could be a yeah, Lego sure. hat. I can sure. just swallow a Lego hat. We can hat. make it out of fruit roll-ups. Mm. There we go. <laughs> oh, I don't like fruit roll-ups. <laughs> then that's no? the hat we'll use. No. I never liked. I never liked fruit roll-ups. Edible yet painful. Gross. Yes. Kind of like SG1, which yeah. we'll get to. All right. <laughs> like not even fruit leather? No? No? No, I never liked fruit roll-ups, man. What, what, no? What's not, not to even like? as a kid. It's sugar. It's Never liked candy. them. Don't care for the consistency. Don't care for is the it, taste. Is it because there's a chance there might be fruit in it? No, I think there's, <laughs> I there's think you hit upon something there, There's something there, in the preservative, too, that gives me terrible heartburn. Ooh. Hmm. I could see that doing to somebody. Yeah. Okay. I used to love those as a kid. Oh, yeah. Went nuts on them. I've Never got a friend whose daughter will uh, not eat any fruit. She thinks fruit is evil. Yeah. She'll eat fruit-flavored things, but if she finds there's actual fruit in it, she freaks it's out. out. Hmm. My it. mother actually made uh, wow. fruit leather when we were kids because, you know, we were pretty poor. We couldn't sure. really afford it all the time, but mom found a, a great recipe from... A friend of hers. Now, is that kind of like with uh, beef jerky where it takes a whole shitload of meat to make something so very small? Um, you basically have to, if I remember correctly, because I mean, this is 30 some years ago. Come on, Chef Jeff. You Chef basically Jeff. have to, you know, puree down the fruit and turn it into essentially the preserves. Okay. You know, fruit preserves like a, like a jelly. And then uh, I remember she. I think you had to add gelatin to it, if I remember correctly, to kind of give whole it that, here. To give it a little bit of yeah, pectin yeah. exactly, to give it that you know you know stretchy consistency, and then you basically just spread it out over um, Your a piece of wax paper. paper, and then you put another piece of wax paper on the top, and then you roll it as flat as you can with a rolling pin, and then uh, Chill it. you let it dry. I mean, you can do it in the refrigerator, but uh, basically, you just let it dry. We had a fruit yeah, dehydrator. Fruit, the, the flies love that one. Mm. Um, Did it work better as shoes or as a jacket? <laughs> it actually tasted pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, it mm. uh, it had a little bit different flavor than the um, you know the ones you'd buy at the store because they jacked those up with sugar. That's and, something. You and my don't, mom did not do that. You don't see that at the farmers market. You don't see people out there touting their homemade sho- uh, fruit, fruit leather. leather. Yeah. Not yet. Now. <laughs> now it's on. Now it's on. Now uh, it's happening. A totally original I idea. The, I love a fruit snack. I love a good fruit snack. Sure. There, and there's so many varieties of the same thing. But there. Oh, that reminds yeah, me. I but, have fruit snacks. But there's, there's some that I hate and some that I'm like, oh, man. Where was a, there was a brand of ones that came out a while back. I, remember, I mean, it was Monsters Incorporated or something. That, anyway, <laughs> but I got a couple of those. I used to take those to work with me. And they had like a creamy consistency Ooh. to them they're really good you know yeah. what for a good while i was really on gushers oh yeah i loved those yeah I would go every time to the, the fruit that comes in your mouth mm-hmm. yes yeah okay yes what a feeling mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was their original marketing uh campaign. Fruit that comes in your mouth what a oh feeling, yeah. you got minions oh fruit look snacks. at this now let's see let's see my dinner right let's here well you open yours first because you know you're you oh and, uh, jackpot these are exactly those kind those are the ones you like so who makes these betty crocker yeah this is a uh, betty crocker yep, yep, um yep. i had okay. a coupon they were you're welcome betty crocker uh, it was, they were a buck a piece um and these are great <laughs> you know, you could buy up to three, so I, of course, bought it, three oh, boxes of the... Uh, that was an eye roll of ecstasy, if I've ever seen These are seen great. It. They have that creamy consistency to them. Mm, yeah, these are yep. these are pretty good. Mm-hmm. These are I've, good. I've, got, uh, I've gotten through a few packages of these. 
I can't wait to you guys talk for a while so I can eat some. Mm. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. Air catch. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't trust your aim or my catching ability. So, <laughs> either way, I'm losing an eye. <laughs> Basically. Uh, next one is by Doug Sop. Hey, geeks. I'm way behind on my podcast. I'm just listening to Geek Shock 286. Are you still looking for names for Matt? <laughs> if so, how about Dark Matta? With E-H on the end. Uh, looking for names for who? <laughs> the, the, the missing guy? <laughs> he, he ran afoul of Paul and his no more. Come on now. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> what are you talking it's about? Just that evil chair. <laughs> Matt will be back when he can. He's got himself a new job, a real job, and with Good a suit him. and everything. So. Good for him. So he will He'll join get us back when in he the can. mix when he can. Yes. He's not selling. He's not uh, buying souls for the devil. He's uh, just doing the paperwork. Evil chair. So I guess we <laughs> agreed on maple leaf mat. I, I like yours better, frankly, Doug. The dark matta. Dark matta. 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 And uh, this, this is. Uh, we got a few more people behind this SG one mm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, uh, Elizabeth wrote in that she would pledge a dollar an episode to Operation Make Maddingly Watch SG-1. Come on, <laughs> fellow shock monkeys, she reads, let, writes, let's make this count. Uh, Jonathan Kaplan put in, I'll put in money to the SG-1 challenge as well. Uh, now, the original, the guy that uh, put it on, uh, Chris Moore, mm-hmm. uh, actually, he called it Torture Paul. Right. For mm. charity, not Touch Paul. Yeah. It was apparently his autocorrect, it. yeah. Yeah. Of course, touch ball for charity is a whole different thing. Yeah, remember, a little more. remember the uh, touch Paul Bellini contest that the kids in the hall had way back in the day? <laughs> oh, God. Like, yeah. Touch Bellini. <laughs> but uh, Chris writes, uh, there are 214 episodes of SG-1. I will pledge a dollar per episode for each one Paul gets through to the Child's Play charity. Shock monkey, t- <laughs> touch your Paul for charity. <laughs> Could be an annual thing. Uh but this should have been a shock mon- uh, money torture, Paul, for charity. <laughs> shock money, nice. <laughs> My shock autocorrect money. is really sensitive, he said. Right. No, I like shock money. I like shock yeah. money, too. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, we will put this into motion. Now, wait, how much will people throw in if we can get Donald to sit through them, too? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're confusing he doesn't have the, the time. You're confusing yeah. the issue, yeah. Uh, but I will do it. I'll take Jelly with me. And we can record like two minute post episode sessions with Jelly, mm-hmm. so we can do Jelly commentaries, and we can put that there all together go. as a thing. Uh, that's a gift for SG watchers, anyway. Right. right. So I can, I can, so we can do Jelly synopsises <laughs> after every episode. But I'm down to do an episode a week for a while and see if we can't get about twenty yeah. in the pocket before uh, your the brain fries. Before the year's up. Yeah, okay. Uh, if we get 20 where I've watched the whole episode, done a jelly thing, and then there you go. And so, and then if we put that together, and then I'll just put that out there. And those of you who want to donate, um, if everybody puts 20 towards Child's Play, that'd be more than I could ask for. So, that'd be fantastic. So, I'll try and make that happen. If I get more, great, but I'm going to shoot for 20. All right. Yeah, and, I can't uh, I can't find it. And, and i scouring the internet. Uh trying to find the post but uh scouring we originally had a tweet from somebody saying that uh 
they would pledge a dollar for every episode you refused to watch. Like, figure, <laughs> right. basically figured you would hit the wall at some point. He was figuring around episode 107. Yeah. And then you would just be I like, I'm generous. done. Yeah. I'm Very done. Generous. But pledged a uh, dollar for episode, episode that you did not finish. Great. Okay. So, well, that was, so that regardless, was, somebody would get, the, the Child's Play would get the money. But. That was Paul. That That is a, uh, <laughs> it probably was Paul. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, People out there want you to do this, of course, but it's good to know that regardless, they're going to get their money. We'll and, we'll make something happen. Yeah. Um, and Chris we'll Elizabeth try and plan for next week, if we can, right after the show. If you have time, Jeff, mm-hmm. and availability, and just watch okay. it, and then we can prep up the recording for a video, just a short video, quick thing. and dirty. Yeah, quick and dirty. Oh yeah, jelly synopsis. Can do yeah. that. Yeah, and Chris Elizabeth Jonathan. Very, very generous of you to. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, thank you all for uh, trying to cause me such our, terrible pain. Our fruit leather hat is off to you. We must, <laughs> we must break you. I'll do it for the kids, for the children, for the children. Wu Tang for, for children, y'all. You know, for kids. <laughs> So I do now, like the idea wait. of it becoming an annual thing, though. It's oh like, yeah! Now we have to figure out what's next. What's after SG One? That's the thing, is because a lot of things that he refuses and hates is, is movies. Mm-hmm. So that might be an easier one-time thing for him, right? Whatever. How many times can make him watch Pacific Rim? Oh God, yes! <laughs> oh wow, yes! Yeah, in loop. I keeps re- going. I refuse to watch that <laughs> film ever again. I think it, the rule has to be something that he is blatantly refused to watch because right. he thinks he will hate it, well, but has about, never watched. How about it. the third Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh yeah, he, he, he I made right, it through most of that. You did. You but made it through a few half. times, over and over again. Mm-hmm. Left. Yeah, but there's a fourth one out there too. Oh, That's true. I forgot about that fourth one. That's yeah. okay. Everybody We're allowed to. Hmm. We have DC meals, gentlemen. Yes, Yay. lots of them. Lots and, and lots of them. And I'm excited because uh, I didn't have a lot of time today, so I had Jeff compile the list. So I haven't even read them yet. Oh, so. so this is uh, meals that you could possibly find at Denny's, themed after DC. Comic book characters. I did based off the Fantastic Four menu. There's some good ones in there. I did drive by a Denny's with Frankie in the car and said, "Oh look, Thing Burger with Thing Sauce." She goes, "What? What? (laughs) What?" She's too young to listen to the show. I know. (laughs) Does she listen to the show? No. Okay. Duncan. Duncan does. I know Duncan does. She's not that much younger than Duncan. Four years. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that far. She's on her way. Okay. So first off, uh, croak the DJ. Send in a couple. Wait. The, Croak the DJ. That's, oh, yeah. And I remember. Never mind. Yes. Carry on. Uh, he offers the Booster Gold Stack. That's four pancakes, two bacon strips, four eggs taken away halfway through. Future says you won't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> and Shazam and Eggs. So. Like oh, Shazam and Eggs is brilliant. <laughs> I like it. The first one made me hungry. The second one made me laugh. Uh, Scoop John B. Mm-hmm. gave us the Arthur Curry Jr., the sea, <laughs> a, sea, <laughs> a seafood curry taken away by the waiter before you can fully appreciate it. <laughs> and the griller grod. The griller, oh, griller grod. <laughs> yes. Oh, brilliant. And it's grilled fruit kebabs, extra berries, no bananas. <laughs> <laughs> griller grod. Because grod doesn't like bananas. Good stuff. Uh, the micro scoop gives us the Rorschach. <laughs> 
The scraps <laughs> left over from the dinner rush dumped on a plate served with a side of beans. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good. Oh, that's rough. Uh, that's good. I wonder if those were before or after the uh, Tread Cruise revelation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't even. Don't even set us on that path. Yeah. Y'all, uh, Chris also gave us the firestorm. That's jalapeno fries nuked in the microwave until it's hotter than the core of a star. Mm. Y'all. He also brought us the death stroke, what happens after you frequently eat at Denny's. Right. <laughs> and the kilowog, that's 2.204 pounds of green eggs and ham. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, and coo and cow, I still don't know how to pronounce that one. He gave us the two-face, half chicken, half beef burger. <laughs> <laughs> heads or tails, heads gets the sauce of choice, tails gets extra hot sauce. Ooh. Yeah, you know, I he like actually that. put a thing in there how to pronounce his name, and my dumbass forgot to put it on your list Oh, there. thank you. I'm going to go with That's Anku. my fault. I'm going to say it's probably Anku, too. I believe it's, well, I can tell you in like two seconds. Right, he's, he's looking at right. well, what, you, you can finish his uh, thing. On who says the uh, who <laughs> also gave us the clay face mm. gravy and mash with meatballs. Mm. Oh, that's I'd be all right with that. Mm. Also, flash fried donuts served in a flash. Mm-hmm. And the flying Graysons, dead acrobat shaped chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here it is. Oh. All right, give me, give me. He says, uh, I loved hearing you guys trying to pronounce my Twitter name. <laughs> Todd, you got it right the second time around. Ann Cow, pronounced Ann Cow. Oh. Ann Cow. Ann Cow. It's my character name when playing as part of my band, Agrona. Ah. Oh, now we got to pronounce it. Now there's going to be a reply saying Ann Cow, if you wouldn't mind uh, sending us uh, how Agrona is supposed to be pronounced. Uh, thank you for the mention, and I'm glad you like my ideas. Always love the show, and I'm looking forward to move from you guys. Or, Oh yeah! <laughs> Looking forward to move from you guys. Looking more forward to more guys. from you guys every week. I'm ready to move on. Well, from you guys, there are other podcasts yeah, out there. I loved it, but now we're done. <laughs> Nothing lasts forever. And Even cow. cold November rain and cow. Yeah, right. And next one from a Cicada Dreams, uh, the Snowflame Burger. It's a third pound burger served with a frozen puck of hot sauce on top and a dusting of cocaine. Ooh, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Steve, frozen hot sauce. There's something there. There is something there, isn't there? Oh. That's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. The, I'm not uh, sure what you'd do with it, but there's something there. Mm-hmm. The size of burger. I'm trying to remember where it was. When, on the way out to um, San Diego, we stopped for a burger. It was some joint that we'd never been to. We hadn't been to before. Maybe it's a fat burger. It's probably fat burger. You haven't been to fat burger? Not in a long time. Oh, okay. And uh, they had like pound and a half burgers. Those was on the options. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. There are beautiful ways to kill yourself. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're, and and they're one of the people in the car ate one, and he died. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> but they actually ate one? Yeah, he did. Ooh, wow. Impressive. Yeah. It's growing big. I remember eating like the double quarter pounder and going... This is probably it for me as far as you know like the amount. Like when that first came out, I'm going, sure. This is a lot of beef for me to be eating right now. <laughs> well, when that first came out, it was still beef, not just worms and eyeballs. <laughs> oh, listen to this. <laughs> Here's the sneaky thing. At it was one worms point, and eyeballs even then. <laughs> at one point, they changed the value meal number of which oh, one right. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the regular quarter pounder to the double quarter pounder. So I. Or I'm used to getting the quarter pounder forever. You ordered, so I ended up getting it by accident a few times. I'm like, you cruel bastards! Because you had to finish it. Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm not going to stop. 
I I paid for this burger. I've been down that road. I can't stop. I ate all the fries, too. Mm. And the shake. You supersized it, too, didn't you? Well, yeah. Okay. Mm. Just checking. Yesterday. when you could. Oh. I, I used to remember people coming through the drive-thru and getting all of that, like, double-sized, and then getting a freaking Diet Coke as the drink. It's like, Listen, seriously? Well, you know well, what? Sure, sure. That's, it's going to save you a lot of no, calories. No, no. At, at that point, less you're, calories. you're in for a penny, in for a pound. Right. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's still a say. few hundred less. You remember, Maybe they don't uh, need all that raw sugar in their body. Do you there remember you Sniglets? Sniglets? No. It was, uh, what was that? Rich, what was uh, yeah, yeah, Rich, crap. Anyways, there was a, I can't remember the name of the TV show it was on. There was a TV show on it, and they had something called Sniglets, where people well, sent... Well, it came out of SNL, didn't it? No. Well, it was a different show entirely. Are you sure? Yep. To the internet. <clears throat> to the internet. Anyways, Sniglets came up with you know uh, definitions for... Was it Fridays when he started doing Sniglets? No, it was Because it was like Fridays. a sketch show. Anyway, all right. Anyways, uh, the term it's for... shortened what, words, The term we're basically. talking about is, is getting a, a giant slice of pie and a Diet Coke as a Countersaurus. Countersaurus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, next up, Steve the Comic gave us... Oh, this... I love him. This is the one that does the exclamation at the end. Here we go. All right. Oh, go ahead and finish all. Green Arrow. Bacon and broccoli. Tastes like a murdery Batman. That's the arrow sticking out of your head. Got him! Green Arrow. (laughs) I don't know. Seems a little murdery. (laughs) He also gives us the Aquaman. Aquaman. Filet of sole, tartar sauce. The waiter fits you for cement shoes and tosses you into the bay. Aquaman. <laughs> Gotta love those. Aquaman. Oh, man. So a sniglet is a neologism popularized by comedian actor Rich Hall during his tenure on 1980s HBO comedy series, Not Necessarily the News. Oh. That was it. Yep. There's Boy, I forgot about that show. Yep. I did, too. As soon as I read it, I was like, oh, that's right. Not HBO's not necessarily, the news. not necessarily the news. There's a couple we I still use from that. The uh, uh, in, yeah, it's hard to say. <laughs> Get the in, wallet. Indecisajig, which is uh, the dance you do when you walk towards somebody in the hallway and you both try and go one way or the other. Ah, indecisajig. Hey. Ryan sends us Batman's Junior Pizza. You sit at a table alone with the people-shaped cardboard cutouts and pretend you're a kid. That has parents. Oh, I have parents. <laughs> Batman's Supreme Junior Pizza. <laughs> Same as the regular Junior Pizza, but with balloons, so you can pretend it's also your birthday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh. Good. Score. It's good. Uh, Catwoman's oh. five-layer burrito. Burrito. Oh, nice. Uh, race Al Goulash. <laughs> I liked that one. Yeah. I thought that was yep, yep, yep. Joker's Baja Quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> and Killer Frosty Milkshake. Killer yeah. Frosty Milkshake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Richard also gives us a tooth a two face. Silver dollar pancakes cooked to perfection on one side but burnt to shit on the other. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Uh, I actually had pancakes oh. like that one time at a restaurant yeah, back in McDonald's. Wichita. No, it's like <laughs> literally they, they, came, they came out and I'm like, I'm eating through them. I'm like, this tastes weird. I mean, like it tastes like it's burnt, but I'm looking at the top and they're like completely. You got the two-face. It, basically, yeah. <laughs> you ordered I mean, it, it just totally reminded me of that. And I'm like, I lift up the pancakes and on the bottom they are black, like had been burned to a crisp. But at the, the top was Golden brown, mm, totally. It was, it, they're going to hide it from you, and maybe so, you would yes. figure it out. W- was a surfa- I guess so. Was the surface smooth, or did it have a Harvey Dent? 
Jonathan Kaplan gives us the Trickster's Robin Egg Omelet. The trick is that the eggs are not Robin's eggs. They're Penguin's eggs. Ooh. And finally, we got one from Ben uh, Boyder that gives, uh, gives us Guy Gardner Salad. Mm. Ah, nice. A healthy, angry choice. <laughs> Angriest salad in the universe. Thank you, everybody, for oh, yeah. playing. Really that Absolutely. Was yep. Super enjoyable. Great stuff. Yep. DC Meals. I, uh, I was going to do uh, the Flash in a Pan, which is a skillet breakfast. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I don't know if I had. I, I think that's about it. Maybe the Lobo, just an empty plate. Boy, that's a guy I forgot about, Lobo. Right? Yeah, no kidding. He was huge in the he was huge he was in, in the time of anti comics nineties. Yes, right. He was kind of DC. He became DC's answer to Spawn. Is that what he was? Because I never read a single one of them. I haven't read any of his shit, but he had the same kind of vibe as far as like chains and darkness. Yeah, and no, he was no. What was he? He was very well. Actually, he was actually he was originally the Wolverine. He was the answer to the Wolverine. He was a big okay. crazy oh, that killer. Makes sense in yeah. the look. That's yeah. for sure. So DC's yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. DC, DC's Wolverine. <laughs> did you read any of those uh, books? Like they did, uh, Stan Lee comes up with DC characters. I was never interested enough to care. I picked up The Flash. I've got a all couple right. of those. Yeah. Was it? Like they were just little one shots. So I was like, yeah, okay, it was all right. Yeah, it was interesting. Okay. Female, it was a female Flash. It was cool. Well, That's they cool. were all they were all mixes of DC and Marvel characters, weren't they? No, it was Stanley invents DC characters. Oh, okay. It was because he, he did one that were, where there were mixes of Marvel. Oh, well, maybe there was DC a mixed too. one too. But this was all DC Marvel. Uh, just him, Stanley <laughs> making the DC. Boy, I had an itch in my ear. Yeah, you, you did. Man. You went to town on that. I've never seen a man get his finger all the back of the third knuckle. Felt in his good. Ear. <laughs> Felt good. Now I'm deep. <laughs> deep I paid the price. Any geeky things you want to bring up, gentlemen? I saw the man. You saw the Ant Man. I saw it. the Ant Man. Loved it. I, really I am the Walrus. <laughs> Cuckoo, kachoo. What? Uh, <laughs> what did you think? I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It, it was, is it was, a. It's a comedy romp. Marvel heist movie. Yeah, mm. yeah. And I love heist movies. So that yeah. you know, on top of that, and there's a uh, the the best uh, surf rock song from the '60s ever written uh, in the uh, in the '15s uh, or whatever they were going to call the teens here. They did a surf rock song that's is in the uh, credits. Okay. It's just a great little thing called Tales to Astonish, and it's wonderful. Tales to Astonish. Yeah. That was a cute little moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I really enjoyed about this versus the other Marvel films is that this was so much smaller. Yes. That yeah. it, did, it wasn't so apocalyptic, we must save all the Earth. Even, even though there is a, we are going to, if this happens, we will, you know, the world will get destroyed. That it, sure. did, it wasn't, it didn't feel like, you know, but it was earth crunching. It, it was dealing with people. In a specific situa- situation instead of a worldwide situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So that was a nice touch, yeah. nice feel. And, and not a huge spoiler, but right off in the beginning there, the, uh, the de-aged Michael Douglas was amazing. That's impressive. Oh. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to read the article on how they did that today, but uh, I, I have it bookmarked yeah, to watch Yeah, they gave us 1980s Michael Douglas. Yeah, that was damned impressive. Yeah. Cool. That's where we're at now. We can do that. All right. In fact, Michael Douglas said, yeah, I'd like to do some remakes now, some elder, <laughs> some sequels and prequels about right. movies. <laughs> Jewel of the Nile. Yeah. In fact, I might get that done. I might get a de-aging done for yeah. this show. Okay. That way I'll look a lot better. <laughs> done and done. Bring the voice back from six years ago. Yeah. 
We sounded so different. We sounded great. <laughs> I also saw Piff. There was a crispness, uh, sharpness. I saw Piff the Magic Dragon perform too, which was great. Saw so him here in town. Yeah, yeah. X uh, yeah, X comedy. Remind cool. me. Uh, Piff is a um, comedy magician who dresses in a dragon costume. Okay. Yeah. He's on this season of Fool Us. With yeah, Penn that's Teller. how I know him. And uh, or no, I'm sorry. He's on AGT right now. He was on the uh, British Fool Us. Way back. And, um, yeah, he's on America's Got Talent right now. and Yeah, my mother and her boyfriend are going nuts for him right now. Right. Yeah, everybody is. He's going to he's gonna take over America. Which he's really, really good. He's very funny. I'm, I'm amazed I got to see him in the small room. I saw mm-hmm. him in the room he used to do Second City in. Yeah. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, no, he's very talented. Uh, I got to see him do his stuff at the uh, Rose Rabbit Lie. Mm-hmm. Back there when they had Vegas Nocturne going on, he was part of that show. It was quite good. Yep. Good on him, man. If you're going to see a Magic Dragon perform you know, <laughs> magic, he's the one to he's see. He's the, the one, one to see. That's sure. for sure. But would, it, would it have hurt more, Paul, if that room was just sitting there empty for like no. near a decade? I don't and, care anymore. And they weren't no, doing it's, anything? It's fine. It's also the room I saw X Burleskin, so, you know, I tried X Burleskin is still yeah. in there, right? That is. Yeah. Because that's how it felt with the experience, <laughs> with that room sitting empty for now that, uh, seven years, and now finally now they that put something in Elvis there. Elvis is in there. It feels better. Well, yeah. they had to change ownership three times <laughs> to get that in there. Wait, right. wait nice. what's in there now? There's yeah. an Elvis museum. Elvis? Really? It's yeah. Like, I'm, it's I'm like, actually uh, writing a story about it this week. Yeah. The Elvis <laughs> experience, kind of. When did that open? Uh, earlier this year. Yeah, three months ago. Town kind of needs one. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and we that's, did have the Elvis Orama. And since for a that's while. where he originally performed here in Vegas, that was makes the, some sense. The, the original International before it became the Las Vegas Technically, Hilton. Technically, he originally performed at the Rancho, but that's gone. <clears throat> well, yeah. There it is. True. That was his Trivia very, very drop. first. Yeah. Fact check, You're baby. Right. <laughs> Fact checking live. But yeah, they, <laughs> they only use like a small portion of it. Apparently, the rest of the big pit is still just empty and unfinished. That's yeah. a lot of. Space. It but, is a lot of space. Uh, but the Space Quest is being used to sell timeshares. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> pitiful. <laughs> yeah. They, they, uh, that's better than how they had it as this kind of impromptu club for a while. Oh, God. That was terrible. <laughs> you wouldn't have believed it, Todd. What? They put some high curtains up and were like, nightclub. Yeah. Like, seriously. That's, that was what they did. <laughs> high curtains. He's not exaggerating. High curtains. So a couple of leather couches. Nightclub, like floor to ceiling style <laughs> curtains, tall curtains. So, like, at least what seventy five feet tall. Trying curtains, to make it like look that? less like the awesome space themed <laughs> casino it is. So they just covered everything. Nightclub with a, with a tarp. So weird, dude. Yeah, they tarped it out with glittery tarp. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Wow. Whatever. Obviously, that was nightclub. Well. Yeah, Nightmare. it was. It was pretty pathetic. It was pretty pathetic. <laughs> Wow. Anything else you want to bring up, gentlemen? Uh, I took a bullet for my marriage and uh, went to see Magic Mike 2XL. <laughs> now, have that, you seen, have you seen the first one? I have seen the first one. That okay. is we love. watched the first one, and then we went to the theater to see the second one. True love right there. Mm-hmm. Did you at least have some female nudity to get you through the second one like you did in the first one? Uh, no. No? There is no female nudity in this one at all. So you really took a bullet for this right. one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have Olivia Munn to get me through. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, well, that's right. It was uh, her, wasn't it? It's right. It's fine. It's um, it's fine. Yeah, is it was it entertaining for you, or is it no, just like you could? could? I mean, it's okay. In in the words of Paul Mattingly, glowing endorsement. It was not <laughs> not not made not made for me 
he wasn't even okay. he wasn't even glappy that he went to no. go see it. <laughs> you know what's funny is like did it get you laid? Uh, yes. Good. So I'll say this. Uh, <laughs> it seems like it was a then it was worth it. Yeah. The yeah. It, 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 there was a lot of other husbands there, so it was one of those nights. Um, you guys have like secret meetings at the snack bar, and yeah, like, oh, <laughs> talk sports and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I did. I went and talked sports. <laughs> I went and caught up with my sports. <laughs> hey guys, let's talk sports ball. What do you say? Now I don't put it past you to ask them about you know sports you can bone up for uh, the next uh, geek geek, for, uh, geek nope. versus Jacques. Nope, nope. Uh, I have no interest. Uh. The thing is, it's basically if you've ever wanted to go to a male strip club, but you've never been able to go to a male strip club, this is kind of like going to a male strip club. Okay. I have never right. wanted to go to a male strip club. Well, then you don't need Me to either. see this movie. <laughs> but if you ever wanted to go, but you couldn't go, watch Magic Mike XL. There's no great plot. To XL. No, it's same as the first one in a way. It's it's very similar to this the arc of Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay, okay. In a lot of ways, and uh, these guys are kind of you know in a competition. Yeah, they're going to they're going to a big competition and they're okay. trying to you know they're the one underdogs. last shot. Not not so much that they're the underdogs. The longer they're dogs. Just, they're older. Older dogs. They're older gentlemen. You don't really see the competition though. So it's full Monty White. It is. I was like, wow. this is, I, that's what I said as we were leaving the theater. I was like, well, it's kind of like Full Monty without the charm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you still got laid after that kind I did. Right. Oh, my wife understands. She was just <laughs> happy to have me there at the theater and not asleep. Um, you didn't yeah. sleep through it? No. Wow. I'll tell you. Now, what was it It's like? not terrible. It's not terrible. Uh, there you have it. Magic Mike XXL, the th- better than... Than terrible. The thing... <laughs> It's not great. Don't get me wrong. No. I wouldn't see it again. But <laughs> really? Kev, the it's wrestler Kevin Nash is in it. He's kind of funny in it. Okay. Big sexy. Sure. <coughs> uh, and a couple of those guys. Cough button. A couple of those, couple of those guys do a really good job. Uh, Andy McDowell's in it. Oh wow. I mean, they got some good people. This thing. Is he still around? Uh, yep, yeah. she sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the monkey face and doing great stuff. Oh man. Zira, uh, this movie, okay. it's funny, because I'm sure this is in the news, but this movie, having watched both these movies, I am now okay with Channing Tatum. Oh, wow. Really? Whoa. I am Red okay with Channing Tatum. He is an incredibly talented individual. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. <laughs> Seriously. He's got some skills for bill paying. He can act. He can dance like crazy. Seems to be probably a pretty all right dude to hang out with. This Props is, uh, to Channing Tatum. This, this is, is impressive. Huge. The thing well, is. Which superhero is he playing? He was I, going to play Gambit. Yes. Ah. And having watched this movie, this is the first time because in, in uh, G.I. Joe, I guess part of it, he, I got soured in G.I. Joe because I was like, that ain't Duke. Whatever he's doing is not Duke. Sure. But even but he's sour I, on it. He hated GI Joe now yeah, too. Yeah, he's 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 come out and said I can't stand that that I did that to one of my f- best toys. Good. Well, there you go, and that so that speaks to what I was seeing in Magic Mike because he's really putting his foot forward, and, and this is a project that he helped produce, and you know, so he, and Steven Soderbergh, you know, that guy does good. It's stuff. got a pedigree. It's a weird little flick, but I'm I'm it's, I'm okay with it. It's fun, uh, but yeah, like watching him, I was like, he could do Gambit. 
he could do it. It'd be okay. But now he's not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're you're right. He does seem kind of like laid back and cool. Because I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen the interviews with him, and and of course, you know, his cameo in This Is the End. Right. You know, most most people wouldn't do that to themselves. And uh, <laughs> he's a fan of absinthe. Our show. No. Oh, oh nice. Good. So there you go. <laughs> there, there's the All right. It's a real good man in there. Right. Same time though, it could be a lot worse. Uh, it, it, you're seeing a lot of like husbands and girl and boyfriends in the theater with you. It reminded me of uh, a buddy of mine went to go see uh, a movie the same weekend that uh, The Fault in Our Stars opened, and they were sitting there going like, "Wow, there's a lot of people showing up for the the movie we're going to go see." And then I got in the theater and we're like, "Oh, there's nobody in here, so it must have been some other film." Well, it's like he said. They said it was just the fascinating dichotomy of. These couples going in, you know, adults, teenagers, mm-hmm. you know, walking a- in and then coming, at, you know, walking in all happy, haha, you know, this is awesome, we're going to see a movie. And then the sheer terror of them all walking out of the theater is like, he said, he said, it seemed like every single female was snuggled up to their, their male, you know, uh, that they were with counterpart thank you i couldn't think of the word there <laughs> just bawling just tears streaming and they're looking at it like god damn it what did i do why did we go to this movie just like sheer sheer horror on their faces like why did we do this i fully get it when i t- took a date to see my girl when that came out in high school i i, I ended that date early Ooh, yeah he said uh, he said there were a lot of uh, you know i'm not getting laid tonight looks on the guy's faces oh, walking yeah, out of definitely <laughs> i read that novel it's a Did fantastic you? novel is it i cried reading the novel so i know better but yeah surprise surprised anybody that didn't but yeah he said Ooh. it was just a really fascinating what's the dead puppy you know, count on it uh <laughs> dead puppy is his children. Um, no, it's like a, it's like a rating scale. Like how many Ow. how many dead puppies would you consider? Oh. You know, it's like for scale like one to was it one to five something, something like yeah, that? Yeah. Because more than five dead puppies as, is as really really tragic. As invested as you get into it, it's at least a four. Wow. Yeah, four dead puppies. That is yeah. a tough wow. dead puppy. So scale. you were not getting laid after that movie. So wait, now going back to does this mean that next week we're going to hear from Paul? You know, praising Neelix. Oh no! <laughs> no. Well, well, that's not until uh, no, but I'm until Neelix is in uh, I'm Magic firmly, Mike Three. For now, I'm firmly in the Channing Tatum is all right by me camp. All right, that's all right. You reserve the right to change your mind. Absolutely, I do especially I sure with do. new evidence, mm-hmm. right? Just and like, especially since Paul doesn't just often, like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Paul does not often change his mind when it comes to actors. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Well, like I said, the only thing I'd really seen him in was I still haven't seen the Jump Streets. But I saw I one of them. He was good in it. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, <laughs> all right. So that that so was my. <laughs> thing. Well, you know what? That's a that's actually a big change in you. I'm impressed. Yeah, with what? the whole Channing Tatum thing. That's gross. Oh and yeah, stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, because yeah. that's we don't see that often. Uh, well, he he brought it, man. He did a good job. He really put that film on his shoulders and worked hard and. And spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen the second GI Joe film, which I think you're okay. It's not really a. It's not really a. Spoiler. We're doing you a favor. He's uh, he's not in it much. No, he he gets and, killed in it. And fortunate for him, he is not in that film very much. <laughs> yeah, he got because that film in is it, garbage. The original cut. It is the worst thing. That was the last thing I'd seen him do before this, and I was just like. Oh, well, no. yeah, I, I remember when they said the test it wasn't testing well, so they went back and shot more scenes with him. Yeah. He's still only in like the first 30 minutes of the film. 
It's so bad. And it's like an hour and a half film. So it's like, is it like the cartoon? Duke's gonna be okay. Yep. Yeah. Sort of kind of. That's why I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, yeah. What what did they reshoot? What did they shoot to make him in the film longer? Oh God, that film is such garbage. So dumb. That's the one lesson. The one lesson the toy manufacturers learned hard in the '80s, and these filmmakers for some reason still didn't pick up on it. You don't kill Optimus Prime. You don't kill Duke. Still, that's really brave, though. Not G.I. Joe, but the original killing of Optimus Prime. Oh, that film is so terrible. So terrible. I like The Rock, but God damn, that film is terrible. Okay. I was like, what are you (laughs) doing? Which one are we on? Uh, Anything else you want to bring up, gentlemen? Uh, I'm reading ElfQuest. I'm enjoying that. Ooh, yes. Wow. Back into that book. Very nice. Um, now, how many it, volumes oh, did they re- are they releasing on that? They're releasing huge? the whole thing. Yeah, they got the first. I've got the first two volumes, which is the main saga, and then there's a final quest that the first volume is out, and the second volume will be out next year. Nice. Yeah, so it'll have every Elf Quest you can possibly want. It's good stuff. It's uh, the art style is very unique. It's really cool. Uh, like I said, I read it when I was a kid. It's just fun to read it again. Back in the seventies. There was a woman that used to walk, run around uh, early comic conventions dressed as Red Sonia, wearing the uh, the uh, chainmail bikini and the sword and all. That was Wendy Peeney. That's right. Yep. The authoress. Oh. Kirsten had talked about that. Yeah. She was a big cosplayer. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. It's really cool. She's a hell of an artist. Uh, the, oh, uh, Rocket League. Oh, Rocket the game League. Rocket League. Game Rocket League. So It's free on the Xbox One. It's free on the Xbox on the no PS4. It's on the PS4. It's on the PS4 for free. Okay, we got them. If you're a uh, PS Plus member, so I was on the fence because things take forever to download. Uh, I can't believe how long it takes to download stuff. On it's the angry sometimes. Things that, do not take that long on the Xbox. I will say that. That's weird. It is weird. Why is it so long? It's and you know what? What's really weird is it's better now on the PS4 than it was on the PS3. <sighs> PS3 was maddening. Yeah. No, that's why I took the PS3 back. They couldn't even start that, get that system. Yeah, uh, PS4 is better, but yeah, playing that game with computer players, no lag to speak of, really. It's quite good. The uh, Player One podcast guys hit me to that. They really were raving about it, and they're right. It's really fun. You should definitely check it out. Uh, it's just got a really good physics feel to it. Okay, I just think it's only look. available for a couple more days, right? Because I think for that, free, yeah, probably. It's so. good. Jump on it, Rocket League. Get it. Download it. Nice. You won't regret it. It's fun. I, I, it's, each match is five minutes, so it's boom, boom, boom. This is good. You quick get, and easy. You get lost for an hour real quick. I like, it's my <laughs> kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Gentlemen, anything else? I'm good. Yeah. The news you don't give a shit about. Yay. Right in your mouth. Not a whole lot. First oh. one actually might not end up being bad, but THR reports. That Paramount is in negotiations with King of Kong and Horrible Bosses director Seth Gordon to tackle the adaptation of Baywatch. Dwayne Johnson will star in the movie, which is said to be trying to achieve the tone of 21 Jump Street. So production is okay. supposed to get underway early next year. That's the part that kind of brings it back. That yeah, could this, be, that yeah. could be fine. When they've done those, the the silly, yeah. like like Starsky and Hutch with uh, uh, Owen Wilson and was Ben that Stiller. Successful? It wasn't successful, but it was done... Well, <laughs> I did that just for you, Paul. 
No, it was it was a you funny. You did that for you. No, I didn't. Uh, it That's was it was do. funny. It was it was basically spoofing the original television series. Mm-hmm. So, but but not to, to them. They don't know that they're being silly. You know, to them they're just being cops. They're playing so, it straight. Yeah. So they're playing it straight. So I I enjoyed that. Uh, same thing. And they. I never saw Twenty Two Jump Street, but I saw Twenty One Jump Street in it. It had its moments, of course. When you had the cameos from some of the original cast members, that definitely sold it. As far as like giving it some credibility, but uh, but yeah, when they do those those kind of parodies of themselves of silly properties, like I mean, come on, Baywatch was a silly show. Sure, I mean, even when it tried to take itself seriously, it really really fell flat. But people loved to watch the show. Parody so. always works better when there is reverence for the material. for the original mm-hmm. material. Yeah, like, that's so. why Airplane works and Scary Movie doesn't. Yeah, right. so. Um, uh, Stars and Hutch too. They brought back in uh, uh, Anthony Fargus too, local oh. local Vegas guy to play replay Huggy Bear. Huggy Bear. Yeah. Well, that director's got some good cred, and um, yeah, with all the Sharknado success, I mean Hasselhoff's in the new Sharknado. Oh, so. yeah. I'm sure Shark. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Hasselhoff will be in this movie somewhere. Yeah, Dude, there are. I, I didn't watch it, but I saw a, a short clip on. Uh, I think it was on YouTube. Of like all the cameos that are in Sharknado three, it's crazy. There is a shitload of cameos Penn in Sharknado, that's, Sharknado three. <laughs> that's See, all I it is. is Shark- I didn't cameos. see them. They weren't in this clip set, so I'm gonna. Yeah, have to there's there's look so another. many. There's, there's so many cameos. Might as well be called pre- Cameo the movie. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, freaking uh, Mark Cuban, the billionaire, up. is in there. <laughs> Just because he liked I it. I still got you the have... rights. Y'all can't make cameo the movie without me now. I mean, there's there's freaking like uh, ESPN commentators like that are in the film. Sure, and it's like, and they're actually playing characters. It's like, why? Why are you doing this? But people Cause, cause, people like the first two so much. Want. Really, they that's all they want to see. Michael well, Strahan is a stripper in Magic Mike Two XL. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, the important question about this <laughs> this uh, this Baywatch movie, yeah, if it does well enough, will there be a Baywatch for nights? <laughs> <laughs> you hope. <laughs> oh God, I forgot about that show. <laughs> only only if Paul will sing the theme song. Baywatch <laughs> <laughs> nights. One of my other favorite uh, video game shows online. Mandatory update. Yeah. Out of the GT. You watch that at all yet? I, I yeah, I've watched quite a few. Of They're them. really good. And they do mandatory nights when they're not able to put together a full proper right. show, and they just hang around and talk. And it's like, mandatory update nights, and it's, <laughs> and it's so silly. It's so silly, and it's just them on the couch talking video game goofballness. But it's just the, the opening premise is really just cute. They got little palm trees next to it. It's very silly. I love it. Yeah, nice. there, there's some uh, funny awesome. guys, Elise Willems and uh, Ian Hink. Good people. Good people. And news you don't give a shit about, Nintendo plans to shut down the Wii U TV service via a system update on August 11th. The company revealed, Nintendo said that it is... The shutting- company revealed nobody watched it. <laughs> That's exactly it. They, their quote is, it's time to focus our resources on other projects, unquote. A service launched a little under three years ago. At the time, Nintendo thought it was a pretty big deal. There's no indication why Nintendo decided to shut this. Oh, I think there's indication. Yeah. Well, Engadget called it quote confusing. Uh, although one might assume it could be due to lack of interest. Uh, video on demand services, including Netflix, Amazon Instant Video, Hulu, and more, will remain available on the Wii U. As Xbox Wii discovered, U. I think you'll find 
people don't buy video game consoles to watch television. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> they want to watch movies. They want to watch yes. n- online content. Sure. But they don't want to watch just television. Yes, because they could do that. Right. <laughs> With other well, devices. <laughs> I don't know. PlayStation View has been doing very well for Sony. Hey, you yep. made that Wii U sound. Did you hear? Is that in the news? Kung Pao is getting a sequel. Oh, Finally. I, did, I didn't hear this. Kung Pao Enter the years? Fist is getting a sequel. You should, wow. Hey, Jeff, look up what? the info. What, that 12 years later? At least. <laughs> mm. Wow. I can't wait. So, the TV... The difference between the view, the Sony view, is that that's a cable replacement. Right. Uh, that That's not what... The, Microsoft did. That's not what Nintendo did. They just had an ability to watch TV on their system. Like, what TV do you watch? Uh, Whatever channel is currently airing. Okay, so you can watch, like, NBC and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can watch watch the Super Bowl when it comes on Uh, NBC uh, or whatever. Can I do that on my Xbox? Uh, Probably not. uh, I think you still can if you really wanted to. Or you could just turn to NBC. It's up to you. Yeah, I don't. Well, see, I think we discussed this before. I don't have cable. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, this is not on cable. Right, but if you, can't, but you, but if get, you don't having have, the Xbox will not give you cable. Right, but I'm saying if you don't have cable, you don't, you can't get terrestrial TV either. Not not with a box. Terrestrial TV is uh, you need a, an antenna. Yeah, it's it's severely underpowered, and if you if you have something that's not coming through, in the old days you got a little snowy picture and you could sure, still you watch make, it. You mix with the ears a little bit and try to get it better. Sure. Now since it's digital, you get pretty all much or all or nothing. Yeah. Oh wow. And so I haven't even tried to watch TV on my TV you in years. You don't need it. Well, I'd, li- I'd like to it. watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when it comes out. I'd like to watch uh, Agent Carter when it's out. But yeah. right. it's, the, right. it, it's the sacrifices you make yep. going cableless. Yep. And f- quite, quite frankly, it's okay to wait yeah. on those. Yeah, he's right. Posted July 26th, 2015. After 13 years, Kung Pao Enter the Fist is getting a sequel. How do you like that? Is Hasselhoff in it? He wasn't. It's in not the a Kickstarter first thing, is it? <laughs> I know. No, I'm, I'm I'm reading through it, but I mean, because in the actual film itself, there is a clip at the end for a sequel. It's like Kung Pao Two, uh, Tongue of Fury, or something like that. I'm, then I assume that's going to be the name. So does that uh, mean we? But get no, s- this is. Uh, it doesn't have a name. Um, we'll in, just go with Tongue of Fury. But. So let's no, th- it's funny. It says like it's like I can't even say the the person writing the article says I can't even say the name of Nintendo's Wii U console without thinking of the film's heroine. <laughs> so it's not just true. me. It is true. It's not just me. And and the, you know I think that piece of news kicks off Weekend Geek. Hey. Netflix chief content officer Ted Sarandos, who commissioned uh, Daredevil as well as the upcoming Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and the Defenders series, confirmed that Netflix viewers can expect a new superhero series roughly every six months. Whoa. Sarandos said, quote, I think ideally there will be a rhythm of about every six months we'll get a new season or a new series from the Defenders group. And they'll cross over into a combined Defender ser- season once we've launched the first season of each of the four characters. He also added, some will selectively have multiple seasons as they come out of the gate. So there'll probably be two launches a year. 
So they're going with the rhythm method then. <laughs> Daredevil <laughs> Hitchcock has already nabbed a season two renewal set to air next year. Next up is Jessica Jones, set to premiere late fall, followed by Luke Cage in 2016. As far as Iron Fist, uh, no news as to who will be the showrunner or the star of that show. As for the Punisher joining Marvel shows, quote, they said, that's the beauty of the Marvel Universe. Any of them could spin off into films as well. Nice. Unquote. Give me the numbers again. When, when's the next one coming out? How next one comes out this fall. Okay. Jessica Jones comes this Excellent. fall. Excellent. Yes. With the Purple Man. Mm, creepy, creepy Purple Man. Mark Hamill has built an incredible career as a voice actor and will be back in the role he owned on both Batman the Animated Series and Batman Arkham Games. According to a report from Collider, Hamill had already wrapped his voice work when the project was announced at San Diego Comic-Con. He will be the voice of the Joker in The Killing Joke. But that was one of the big deals they're making is that he'd handed off the uh, he'd handed off the what he had off. Yeah, he's, the Joker. He, he's, he didn't hand he it off. He's, he said it was done. He's done, right? He's done. But he wanted to be part of the Killing Joke so bad he said yes to it. So he, I can't blame he's him. He's almost That's iconic done. Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of the best Batman stories ever. Well, it's what else? So dark. What else can Tim Burton? Bert, not Tim Burton. <laughs> Tim Bruce Tim. Oh, okay. What else can Bruce, Bruce Tim do Tim. with the, with that animated? Batman stuff. I mean, that's it. In my well, opinion, I mean, there's, still, yeah, I mean, there's what, still a lot of stories that he could do, but that's sure, like but he's if he does that one. If you get a, him, and then yeah. they don't have Kevin Conroy yet, I don't guess. Okay, it's I don't know. Happen. It's coming. Yeah, that's coming. He's gonna. It's gonna have happen. To. I mean, yeah. if if Hamill's on board, I'm sure Kevin Conroy's gonna got do to, it. Yeah. It's. I can't wait. Uh, I got to pick up that deal. new Justice League movie came out today. Supposed to be pretty good. Oh, okay. Gods and Men. Mm-hmm. Gods and Monsters. Monsters. You're right. Sorry. I wouldn't mind seeing him doing the Long Halloween. That could be that good. Would, that would be all right. That could be good. Uh, I they did they've done some of that Court of Owls stuff already, which is good. Turned and out they, pretty good. That's one story I don't know at all. It's good. All I see is is that that's mask that, box that's set. Batman versus Robin. You got to see it. Mm. It's fucking good. Batman versus Robin. I really like that one. I think I got to catch up on quite a few of those. Quite frankly, I that's, I got to figure as out. Much as I poo poo DC, I keep up with all the DC animated. <laughs> I don't think there's any I don't have at this point. Yeah, Even the having, really not great ones. <laughs> there's a few, <laughs> but I've been having issues trying to get the uh, uh, the Batgirl uh, DLC it, to download for uh, Arkham Knight, mm. and it's supposed to. I've read a couple of the reviews on it. And they said it's it's an amazing add on. It could have been its own game. Hmm. Um, but uh, and then there's another one that's coming up uh, later this year that's supposed to introduce some of the Burton uh, elements. I think I really? might have to just like buy the, the full disc, full DLC package when that thing comes out at some point. Oh, the Game of the Year edition. Yeah, kind of? I don't know. Well, I have the season pass, which is which is why it's aggravating. Yeah, I can't get it to download through the game, which is where you're supposed to do it. Sucks. Yeah, it's another forty bucks. That's like. Just wait a couple, of, wait a year, or so. wait a year. You know, Save yourself I, and it'll come I out. paid thirty, and I still was like, eh, "This is a little much." But you know, the way they're talking is like, if you bought the season pass, the, the, the you know, with the the, the Batgirl, I think it's the family something family. Uh, shoot, what's the, the Batgirl name thing, of the thing? Sure, a family matter, yeah. a family affair, <laughs> family affair. But anyway, it's a family um, affair. They said that that's worth it, and then with the it's upcoming content affair. later this year. It's one of the few that if you paid a decent price for it, which I guess You're dirty justified. is okay. You know, it's okay for okay. Pirate Bang the season pass because, I mean, 
listen, I'm okay. It's fifty to sixty bucks. Some you places. need this. You need this season pass because you've beaten the shit out of that game. Yeah, I've yeah. I've completed about eight percent of the game. Oh wow! So yeah, I'm I haven't had any time. I don't. I think I I think I eclipsed like twelve percent the first day I played yeah, it. Yeah, no, been real slow going, and I'm not good with boss fights. That first boss fight with that helicopter, I almost was like, oh, boy. <laughs> this is to, why I might don't. not be able to do this. <laughs> I won't lie. There were some really frustrating moments in I'm the game. I'm not where a I'm fan just of like, frustrating games. Is that, so is it, is it a <laughs> helicopter or a helicopter mom since it is an asylum? It's a helicopter mom. No, it's Yeah, awful. yeah, yeah. Mm. comes in and is like, Batman, brush your teeth. Batman, did you brush your teeth yet? <laughs> Batman, Batman, you better be in that bed. Batman, you better be sleeping. Mom. Batman, I'm coming in there now. Batman. Batman, turn that light off. I can see you reading. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Mom, you're Stop. dead. Batman, you got the radio on. Stop bugging me. Batman. You're dead. I'm your helicopter mom. <laughs> I'm actually a helicopter. In the mansion. Not a drone. A full-size helicopter. This mansion's so big. <laughs> I'm coming in there, Batman. Batman. Batman, you didn't have too much water before you went to bed, did you? You better pee before you go to sleep. I'm not cleaning those sheets, Batman. Your sexiest character yet. The helicopter mom. Batman's helicopter mom. Martha Wayne helicopter. Martha Wayne. <laughs> could have been It could have been motorboat mom. <laughs> we had a whole new level of, uh, of weird. Oh, it's Batman's motorboat dad. Come here, Martha. Leave me alone. I'm trying to put our son to bed. Oh, you can't run from me. That pearl necklace makes so much more sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to dance with the devil in the pearl moonlight. Now, now, now we really know what it was that broke that broke Bruce's sanity. Yeah. <laughs> it totally turned him into it broke the, to the dark night. He had a motorboat and a helicopter running through his house. <laughs> Uh, Sci-Fi is tapping into the classic Grindhouse movie tradition with the show Blood Drive, which has received a 13-episode straight-to-series order. The drama from Universal Cable Productions and David Strayton, who's behind Bates Motel, who's also going to direct, is described as a high-octane, over-the-top scripted series set in a near-apocalyptic future that centers around L.A.'s last good cop who is forced to join a twisted, gory, cross-country... Pull it it the fuck back. (laughs) Near near apocalyptic. Near apocalyptic. And there's police. Near. Near. Uh Uh-huh. Pretty pretty but close. Hey, look at RoboCop. Mad Max 1. Detroit was pre-apocalyptic in that that movie. That's a fine pull. That's a fine pull. It It was falling apart. And Mad Max 1 is still a police force. That's... Right at the edge before it all yep, falls apart. Absolutely. You're right. I guess if there's rich people, there'll be a police force. Yep. <laughs> so LA's last if money cop. still works, though. Fuck it. It's going to be dumb. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> join a twisted, gory, cross country death race with cars powered by blood and a dangerous femme fatale partner who sees oh. people as fuel. 
quote, this highly stylized roller coaster ride is a throwback to 1970s grindhouse cinema, said sci-fi president You're Dave You're poo-pooing Howe. it, but you're thinking about it like a real movie. As a grindhouse movie, that's exactly what they should be doing. That's But it's it, going to be a grindhouse series. TV series. You wait, mark my words. <laughs> Here we go again. Mark get it, my words. Get the hat ready. Get my hat ready. He's gonna somebody, <laughs> somebody sauce up my hat <laughs> with blood. <laughs> sauce up my hat with blood. Put a little pepper on that hat, cause mm, boy, mm. I can taste some hat eating. Some tasty blood soaked fruit leather. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> blood soaked fruit leather. Oh wow! <laughs> Once a month. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Take a drink, everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got one right there. That's empty. Oh. <laughs> so that's coming. That's a little different than the stuff they've been doing So for a TV show. Because they've been going for the more uh, yeah. hard Classy sci-fi, like classic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Dark well, Matter is pretty good. I've been following it. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. They're, they're tapping... Books into series. Mm-hmm. Tap that book. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. Tap it. CBS's upcoming comic book TV series Supergirl is adding another supervillain to its roster. TV lines Mark Mike has learned that the D- villain's called the Nielsen no. rating system. <laughs> it won't be able to overcome it. <laughs> it's the dreaded ant flow. Has learned that DC Comics baddie Reactron is set to face off Kara Danvers, a.k.a. Supergirl, the exoskeletal chest-plated supervillain who first appeared in the pages of The Daring New Adventures of Supergirl number 8 back in 1983, has a heart made of gold kryptonite that is able to render any Kryptonian powerless for about 15 seconds. Ah, uh, the old story of the... What was he called? The Reactron. The old Reactron with the heart of gold kryptonite. <laughs> <laughs> that old chestnut. <laughs> Reactron. I've been looking for Reactron with See, a I've, heart of gold. I completely oh, forgot about Reactron. Where I mean, are you, you freaky robot? You think of gold or kryptonite in the chest, you think of Metallo. So, I, mean. I want to fly, but I'm going to die because of kryptonite in hearts of gold. Old Reactron, unstoppable monster. He's got a kryptonite heart of gold. <laughs> Reactron is also old. able to harness Fuck de- you, Reactron, <laughs> and your heart of gold. <laughs> this song is getting old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reactron's able this to... show's going to blow dogs. <laughs> harness this deadly. show's going to blow dogs. You know how I know this show's going to blow dogs? I'm going to blow dogs. Professor Biggs was like, oh, I'm a little on the fence after watching the preview. <laughs> and if Professor Biggs is on the fence about anything Superman related, it's a dog turd. It's well, a dog turd. He followed up by saying that he saw the pilot for The Flash and then the TV series was way better than the pilot. So he's like, and it's the same production team. So so Great. it's, it's possible it's the good. pilot will get reworked. I hope for it's the- good. I'm just waiting. It's the same people that did that Smallville, though. Hope it's good. No, it, it, there are a couple people that are from Smallville, but it's the same production team that have done Arrow and The Flash, and now are doing Supergirl. I'm so. just waiting for Luther. That pilot rocked. Luther. What did I say? Luther. Luther. Luce, mean Gotham? Lucifer. Lucifer. Ah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the new Luther Vandross no. uh, TV show. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's, it's a there super, we go. superhero Luther Vandross. Super, super Luther Vandross. <laughs> Michael Chiklis has joined Gotham as a series regular. 
Chickless previously headlined the shows The Commish and FX's The Shield. Also played Ben Grimm and The Thing in Fantastic Four and The Rise of the Silver Surfer. On Gotham, Chicklets will play uh, Captain Nathaniel Barnes. He, quote, lands in the GCPD like a tornado, ripping out the dead wood of Gotham's police force, a law and order zealot, unafraid of making enemies on either side of the law. I haven't watched Unquote. any. That's so I've, different from the law. <laughs> I haven't watched any of Gotham. Is Bullock in it? Bullock's in all of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's his partner. Okay. Uh, to de- uh, to Detective Gordon, quote, Barnes is a hero and a mentor, someone with whom he can share the burden of heroism. Captain Barnes proves himself to be a strong ally to Gordon, but one day he will make an equally powerful enemy, unquote. Who does he become? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not well-versed in DC worlds. Look it up, Jeff. What was the Spoil Gotham, Jeff. Oh, spoil <laughs> Gotham. No, that might not be the thing, but uh, Barnes, Detective Barnes... Chief Barnes. Chief Barnes. Thing. Yeah, Captain Nathaniel oh, Barnes. Of course, he becomes he becomes Old McDonald. <laughs> no, no, he becomes Bad Horse. He becomes what? Bad Horse. Bad Horse. <laughs> Somebody left my door open, and now you're gonna get your ass kicked. Bad Horse. Bad, bad horse. horse. Never leave the barn's door open. <laughs> that was one thing that didn't say in San Diego. I mean, went to see a uh, sing along version of. Uh, of uh, of, uh, of, God, went around my head. The bad horse. Ah, <laughs> Get the wallet. Dr. Horrible? <laughs> yes, Dr. Horrible. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> He's stroking out. I didn't, I didn't need the wallet <laughs> in that case. Oh, it was like not bad stroking. Once I couldn't talk, I needed, the, I needed the electroshock in the back of the brain to stimulate the brain. <laughs> While Jeff's still looking, uh, Winona Earp from um, IDW Publishing is coming to sci-fi. Earp. Female protagonist Earp, who is the descendant of Old West lawman Wyatt Earp, is a special agent for an even more special team within the U.S. Marshals. Instead of battling outlaws at the OK Corral, this Earp fights mummies, vampires, and zombies for the Monster Squad. According to the press release, Wyanona is a witty and wild modern-day gunslinger, using her unique abilities and a dysfunctional posse of allies to bring the paranormal to justice. Does it say granddaughter? Uh, descendant. Descendant, okay. Yeah. All right. So Sci-Fi has ordered 13 one-hour episodes. Winona Earp is scheduled to air April 20 of 16. Well, it's a show? That's yeah, a 13-episode show. Yeah, it's, it's been a book. Oh. It's been a book. It's been, yeah, this is based on a comic. All right. IDW comic. Man, Andy, we got to make more comic books. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> they give it everybody TV shows. They yeah. are. <laughs> Christmas Puss, the novel, the, right. the, the, the series. I'm down for the special. I don't think it could hold a 12-episode uh, thing, but I'm down for a Christmas special. <laughs> There's a lot of mouth and tongue action in this episode. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> Are you doing the Charlie Brown Christmas I am, theme? Play? I am. I barely caught that. Yeah. I was actually doing the uh, yeah. skating. Christmas time yeah, that's the one. It's hard to do that way. That is, to me, is one of the most melancholy... Christmas song. It is. It's wonderful. It's all sad. I love it. It makes it makes me feel awesome mm-hmm. in a really weird way. It's a great song. That whole thing. One of the few is, Christmas songs I absolutely don't despise. What's his name? Guillermo del Toro. No, Guillermo. Uh, <laughs> fuck. What is his name? He does everything. <laughs> Vin Vincent. Vin Diesel. No, not Vin Diesel. <laughs> 
Vincent Vincenzo Galinda. Vincent Get the wallet. Giardi. Vincent Giardi. That sounds close. That's sounding close. That's close. All right, we'll take it. Nothing in the DC wiki about uh, Nathaniel no. Burns. Well, it's so Gotham. They could be new character. It could just well, old MacDonald. It could be that they're taking an existing <laughs> villain and then adding a backstory. Ah, uh, maybe. Because some, not all of the villains have backstories. And I will reiterate: by the time Gotham was done with their season, I was fully on board. I really, really okay. I really enjoyed it, every bit of it, except for one aspect of it that's still around. Mm. But. Very entertaining. The, the ham-fisted way they introduce the characters' names. <laughs> at the beginning, well, at the beginning, I mean, most shows <laughs> yeah. at the beginning are bad, and that one was too. But you've got figured, the great green they thumb. They themselves out by about five in, and then it got good. Okay. Uh, when it comes to Netflix. When it comes to Netflix. Many fans rejoiced when Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures announced their plans to keep Parker in high school for the upcoming Spider-Man reboot. And they rejoiced again when the studios actually cast a teenager in the role. Now Marvel has announced this week that it's, quote, all-new, all-different Marvel initiative launching in the wake of Secret Wars this fall will feature Spidey, an ongoing series from writer Robbie Thompson, who writes Silk, and artist Nick Bradshaw, who draws Guardians of the Galaxy, that will tell new stories from Peter Parker's earliest days as Spider-Man. Quote, everyone remembers their first Spider-Man comic, Marvel Editor-in-Chief Axel Alonso said the announcement. Quote, Spidey, Spidey aims to be perfect as someone's first Spider-Man comic or their 1,000th. We're not looking to retell stories here. What Robbie Thompson and Nick Bradshaw have put together is an exciting new take on Spider-Man and his arguably most iconic incarnation and will feel fresh to new and old fans alike. Unquote. The new stories are billed as in-continuity tales that will bring classic and new characters together to flesh out Peter Parker's high school days as Spider-Man. Editor Nick Lowe hinted that Thompson and Bradshaw will simply be weaving their stories into the established history laid out by Lee and Ditko. Quote, Out of the 700-plus issues of Amazing Spider-Man, Peter Parker was only in high school for 30 issues, Lowe said. Stan and Steve covered a lot, but there's a lot of the high school and early superhero experience still on the table, unquote. So what do you think of this new Marvel Spider-Man project? We'll see. Now, is, it, is, is it something you'll pick up, or have you stopped buying comics to catch up? I haven't bought any Spidey books for a long time. Well, Spidey's kind of done right now. I don't know what's going on with Spidey. Um, I guess we don't know what's going on with the Marvel Universe at all right now man, because of weird, the shake-up. It's all weird. So I'm taking a break on that. My current books, all I get right now as far as single-issue stuff is Batman 66, Rick and Morty and uh, Powers. Just those three, huh? That's about it. And s- some of the Star Trek stuff. Okay. Some of Star Didn't, Trek. Didn't uh, Rick and Morty it. just start again on Sunday? Yep. Yeah, I thought so. Ooh. I thought I remember seeing that. Yeah. Season two is out there. I haven't seen it yet, of course, because I. Well, yeah, wait no, for but the it just DVDs, started. But, yeah. Oh, man. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes. Well, That's he just so said, good. They just said everyone remembers their first Spider Man comic. Right. Paul, what was your first Spider Man comic? Yeah, my cousin got me. Uh, the Spider-Man, uh, it was a uh, web of Spider-Man. It was uh, one with uh, Robbie Robertson thrown into jail and about to be killed by Tombstone. And uh, it was great. That's what got me started. Yeah, I was trying. I'm actually looking through, trying to see if I'm right or not. I, I, I seem to remember my first one being issue 150. Yeah, I wasn't reading. It wasn't Spider. It was Web of Spider-Man, and it was with Robbie Robertson. Uh, Robbie Robertson in jail. Tombstone was after him, 
and I was like, oh, I gotta keep reading this storyline, and I did. And that was back. I think the comics were a dollar then, maybe seventy-five yeah. cents, and then they quickly jumped to a dollar twenty-five. Like within the first couple of months of me collecting, I was like, oh, boy, things are getting more expensive already. They were they were a quarter when I was buying them. Yeah, right. Yeah. See now they're <laughs> a buck a buck and a quarter. But if, if if comics were a buck and a quarter right now, I'd buy a lot more comics. Sure. Right now. It's just a little, it's a little bit expensive. Well, the thing I'll still I still buy a lot of books, but I just buy a lot more trades. Well, yeah. the problem is that the cost of a comic book is about the cost of a movie now. It's getting close. Yeah, it's getting close. A single issue comic book at four dollars and whatever, four dollars mm-hmm. and some change. Yeah, you're halfway to a movie. You're tickets. halfway to right. a movie. Yeah, you get two uh, two books. Well, a third of the way some places, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting the three or four part full arc, right? You're actually buying the DVD slash Blu-ray. Right. So that's why I wait for Or if you buy the, the trade. Trades. Yeah, you buy the mm-hmm. trade, you've already paid for, you know, the movie Blu-ray. The trade is the Blu-ray special edition. Usually right. comes with some extra right. little stuff, so you kinda hold off. You know what? I can't remember a lot of first of varying characters, but I remember my first Spidey comic. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the number, but it was during the Acts of Vengeance against the Gargoyle. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. He's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Spidey's iconic, man. Because yeah. he kinda it's like kids today are going to remember their first Deadpool book. I don't know. No. <laughs> no. no. Well, in so much as he sort of jumps off the page and speaks to you in a way. I will tell you, Spider-Man brought Not me to your knees. reading more interesting comics. Because it was, um, I picked up Howard the Duck number one because Spider-Man was on the cover. Oh. And, oh, there you and, go. and from that point on, I was reading weird books. And then yeah. he picked up Peter Porker. and I did not pick up Peter Porker. <laughs> I, re- I have Peter Porker's. Uh, I I got into What If. Oh wow! Oh, what if I like to remember yeah, that. Yeah, What If was fun. Well, what, not, what, not if go- not, what the What If and What the. Not the What the. I don't like What the. <laughs> what as much the as was what, hilarious. Yeah, but What fun. If is What If is cool. Yeah. What If is like yeah, it's, but you, it's just alternate takes. Interesting. On, yeah, yeah. not but, What If is just What if they went what, left instead of right? Yeah, What the is just. Oh, it's Wiener. Right. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that? look, the, the the thing's a Wiener. He's made of Wieners instead of rocks. What the. <laughs> no, the difference is my ever-loving blue-eyed dick. <laughs> the thing about what if is they're one-shots. What they're you doing to me, Stretcho? You made me a bunch of wieners. I'm covered in thing sauce. I'm covered in thing sauce. <laughs> I can't help it. Every time I shake some guy's hand, I'm spooing all over his jacket. It's terrible. I can't even greet people anymore, Stretcho. This is a real problem. Come here, matchstick. I got to wipe something off on you. It'll burn off real quick. Get off of me, Ben. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm made of dicks. I have to sleep in a special bed. A special bed. <laughs> oh, the special bed. I'm stroking out. Stroking out. A special bed filled with pockets for all my wieners. How would you ever get any sleep? I, <laughs> believe me, some nights I don't. <laughs> It's technically a water bed now because it's full of my thing sauce. It's technically a liquid bed now. <laughs> it's just full of my thing sauce. I can't clean that bed. Oh, <laughs> they're changing my name to the Squish. <laughs> the Squish. <laughs> you can hear me coming, literally. Blue. What the? What the? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So before you were so rudely interrupted, oh, some, no, some saying, asshole cut you one off. One of the reasons of what uh, what the now the one of the reasons what if was so much fun is because you didn't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was all set in the same universe. You knew 
But they could kill characters. Yeah. Uh, they could destroy the entire storyline. I lines. loved it. They did one of, um, it was the trial of, of Galactus, and they lost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or maybe it was the Infinity Anyway, some in some way, Wolverine got everything burned off of him. It was just an adamantium skeleton and then got reanimated by Mephisto, I want to say. Wow. And so Mephisto just took over his Wolverine skeleton, just started killing all the Marvel guys. Just, it was cool. Wow. As Mephisto would. Right. It was neat. What was great, though, is it all made sense within its own continuity. Everything A to B to C. It just mm-hmm. it wasn't and like, DC, hey, that's a big jump. DC didn't do very many of those like alternate ones. I mean, like they oh, had they crypto, did a uh, ton the of them. Red Sun. They did, you know, not a dream. two of them. Not a dream. Not an imaginary <laughs> hoax. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the only alternate one I can think of is like Red Sun and... Um, uh, they did a bunch. It was no, they did, they spe- did, they did special one shots, but there was never a series of yeah. No, that's it wasn't a series. But the, like half the goddamn early Supermans are you know, you know, not a dream, not a hoax, not an imaginary story. Oh yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of those early Superman. I were dream kinda, of Superman. Yeah. A Superman made of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Do your eyes deceive? No. It's a Superman made of dicks flying through the air, barely covering himself. His knees are foreskin-like. His elbows, too, very reminiscent of foreskin because he is Superman made of dicks. His face is a penis's head and his mouth is the hole of a penis. Sideways, like some weird fish. <laughs> Does he have eyes? I'm glad you're painting me a picture. No. He has two penises With sticking out of the penis head that work as eyes. His eyes? The penis holes on the end of the eyes. Penises. Look up in the sky. It's a giant mushroom salad. No. <laughs> It's a shiitake explosion. <laughs> oh, that's on the DC menu. <laughs> no, it's Superman made of dicks. His horrible penis-like voice screeching through the air. Oh, please, tell us what that's like. <laughs> Got to get us a kryptonite condom. <laughs> quickly, quickly, hiding in a phone booth and transforming back into mild-mannered Clark Cock. Clark Cock. Wouldn't it be Cock Kent? Cock Kent. Better. Cock Kent. Cock Kent. He is made of penises. Working as a mild-mannered reporter at the Daily Bugle. Wait, wait. Does each penis hey. have a little pair of glasses on it? <laughs> hey, Clark. Like thousands of tiny little glasses. Clark, would you mind taking a look at this? I'm having the darndest time trying to track down Superman for a quote. <laughs> he sounds like a Futurama <laughs> character right now. Oh. If you say so, cock. <laughs> cock, get in here. <laughs> you're damn right and you'll get fired if you don't come through with a scoop for me this week 
No more excuses, cock. Get out there and make some news. I don't care what you have to do. I gotta sell some papers. Ladies and, so, and gentlemen, Perry Off White. And so, Cock Kent runs back into that phone booth, quickly spins around, exciting himself tremendously, and transforming into Superman, made of dicks. With his love, Lois Labia. Lois Labia waits for him at home. Well, Cock's not here yet. I guess I'll just have dinner by myself again. Maybe Jimmy Olsen had Olsen. It's Superman. Superman made of dicks. Wouldn't Lady Elaine be more appropriate? Since she's made of made of. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I'd like to take a little trip up Lady Elaine. Jimmy right, had Olsen well, was good though. Jimmy had yeah. Olsen make yeah. Superman made of dicks. <laughs> I. I think it's official. <laughs> no. Until you pulled it off to its full extent, I was thinking it was an episode of Wonder Warthog. But <laughs> what have you pulled off to its full extent? Write to us comments at uglycouchshow dot com. Wow! Yeah, that was sudden. It is. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, that's wrap up time. This is what we got. Really? That's all we got for yeah. wow. And until next week, I'm Master Torgo. Superman made of dicks. Eighties <laughs> Jeff. Fact check Tandy, going straight. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week at Geek. You going legit? <laughs> Go what? Legit. La yes. What? Legit. Yeah. La why? <laughs> wow. That was uh, something. <laughs> something made of dicks. Yes. <laughs> Sectonian thing sauce. What else you got? Sex Luthor? What? Sex Luthor's not bad. No. Sex Luther. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> Superman, a triple X. Superman made a dicks of a triple X parody <laughs> by was it private video that puts those out? Uh-huh. Uh, Whipto the dog. He's a BDSM <laughs> guy. <Nice. laughs> All right, what would Jimmy Olsen be? Jimmy had Olsen. Yeah. We covered this. Yeah, we've had that. I didn't get in here. Jimmy Hat Olsen. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, Perry off white. Oh man. Uh we had what Sex Luther. What's some other big bads for These Superman? are the worst DC, General Zod. These are the worst DC Denny meals I've ever heard, right? <laughs> Nobody wants to eat these. Uh Brainy Sack. <laughs> Not, so, sometimes not, looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's a ball sack made out of brains. <laughs> Brainy sack. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation between Brady Sack and Superman made out of dicks. Ladies and gentlemen, your Republican nominees. <laughs> you just gotta say, make him say Mixel Dick backwards three times. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mixel Dick. And Bizarre O. Brainy sack. <laughs> Thinking with your dick. <laughs> Thinking with your sack. You can slip it in your sock.
But don't take it out in public or they will stick you in the dock and you won't I come a back. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, what a frightfully witty song.